Welcome to the Torpedo, where we tell you whether a game is a hit or miss. Get ready to lock on to today's game. Here are your hosts. Voyagers, welcome to the Torpedo, our review show for Tabletop Submarine. It is so good to have you here. As always, my name is Josh, with me is my number one Torpedo Man. I'm Andrew. I was say, Andrew, what are, we, what are we reviewing today? Today we are reviewing Crokinole. Um, basically, it's a Canadian game from way, way back in the spirit of curling, but doing it indoors. Uh, it's a round board with a bunch of little pegs set up around a single hole right in the middle of the board. You put a puck down in front of you, and you have a quarter of the board to play with, and then you flick it, trying to put it inside the hole. What makes this really interesting is when you miss that, then the other player has to try to hit your puck before it tries to go in the hole. And then every play after that, you have to hit the opponent's puck before your puck can count. That is essentially all Crokinole is, and it's a really great game. And during Origins, I finally got you to play it. I played like Backwoods Crokinole. That's not even correct. It's at my store <laughs> that I try to sell Crokinole boards at. But you actually sat down and taught me on, when I say, really nice boards from Brown Castle Games, we'll yep. say. And I had a blast with it. I really enjoyed the game. It, like, like we usually like go to a little longer explanation about games. You pretty much explained it. It's that simple to play the game. So, I mean, we can't speak much to production because there's lots of people who make crokinole boards. But you know, I think I can shout out Brown Castle Games if you're looking for crokinole board for making quality ones. Like, yeah, I feel like really nice. Had- they are the pinnacle of makers of crokinole boards. I would agree with that. Uh, Mayday does a nice job, but uh, Brown Castle is better. Yeah, and they're really bringing crokinole into the light of most gamers. I feel like it's having a little bit of a renaissance in America. Oh, God, yeah. People finally discovering it. And part of that is the Brown Castle because you see all these really cool boards with like designs in them. Mm-hmm. They flow really nice. I mean, there was an entire section of the Origins Gaming Hall just dedicated to crokinole. Yeah, and people were playing constantly. I would say there was no fewer than 20 people in that area at any one time and up to 50. So, yeah, people were having a great time playing it. And these these boards can be quite expensive. You know, they run between the three to $400 range. I'll get to it, but I think that is about right for the quality you're getting from Brown Castle. I mean, there, there's, there's no theme in this game. You're just flicking discs, but, like, you're getting a quality board and kind of an heirloom piece in some ways. Yeah, I think that these are the kind of boards that are interesting things to hang on the wall. I currently have one in my home that I hang on the wall when we're not playing it, and it looks great. People always go by, what is that thing? I'm like, oh, it's a game. Let me show it to you. It's actually cool. Um, But I think, yes, it's not easy to make these boards. And in order to make them right, the craftsmanship has to be very high quality. So that's what you're paying for. You're paying for a beautifully crafted piece of equipment that is heirloom quality, no question about it. And um, that's what you're really investing in. And once you invest in that, you don't have to invest in anything else except maybe a little bit of wax to make sure that it's constantly sleek and your pucks are sliding equally. <laughs> I need you to talk to my wife about that because I told her we should do that, put a crocodile board on our wall. She's like, eh, talk to her and convince her about that. <laughs> okay, I can um, do that. 
<laughs> appreciate it. So since we don't really have much to talk about theme and stuff, why do you think this game is catching on more and more in recent years here in the States? I think it's because it's the same thought process when you get together and you play an outdoor game like cornhole or something like that, right? Like it's simple, it's easy, but at the same time requires a little bit of skill, requires a little bit of trash talk maybe, and it's tactical. It's like playing billiards or playing darts or any of those other games like that. And the fact that you can play it indoors on a table, that also I think adds to what it is. You don't have to have a gigantic outdoor space. You don't have to have you know, croquet level lawn or volleyball or can jam or something like that. It creates a small space environment for a quick, easy game. And I think because it's a dexterity game, it also lends itself to being multi-generational. I can play this with my four, five, six-year-old nephews. I can play it with, you know, my grandparents. I can play with anybody because it's really just flicking a disc. But the action and the response of watching the puck fly across and bounce off, maybe even do a double bounce and then drop it in the hole is exciting and interesting. And you can pull off some cool trick shots. That's, I think, where the universal appeal comes from. Well, there's only one more question to answer, Andrew. Is this game a hit or a miss? Oh, it's a hit. Boom. It's a hit. Well, Voyagers, thank you so much for coming in today to episode Torpedo. If you're looking for a good crocodile board, we definitely recommend Brown Castle Games. Go to their website. Hashtag, we are not sponsored by them. We just support good game groomers and, you know, good publishers. And well, as always, my name is Josh. And I'm Andrew. And this has been the Torpedo. Torpedo.